and welcome back to Bright Black with Tarot, where we shed light and grow. And in this episode, I want to go over the basics of the Celtic Cross. Now, for me, in my humble opinion, the Celtic Cross is not just isolated to Tarot cards. You can use them, use them with whatever deck you are most comfortable with or whatever it is that you're desirous of accomplishing. So if you're using an Oracle deck for self-development, that is quite fine to do a Celtic Cross reading with an Oracle deck, in my opinion. I use the Gypsy Witch in a Celtic Cross, Kipper cards, Lenormand, um, and so in this, we're just going to cover what the positions of each uh, of the cards would mean in the Celtic Cross so you can get a sense of it. And so I encourage you, even if you are not interested in using tarot cards or you have another deck, try this with the deck that you are most comfortable with. So in the Celtic Cross, I consider there to be two parts to the Celtic Cross. There is the original cross that lays right in front, and then there is the bar that is on the side. So we're just going to take those two things in sections. Of course, the Celtic Cross would have a position for the Querent. Now for this, I am using my Lenormand deck. And so in the Lenormand deck, you have uh, the main female and a main male. So if you're reading for yourself, you're going to, you know, just take out the person that represents you. Now others will, if they go along and they want to do something more elaborate, they're going to leave these persons in the deck and maybe just draw a card, you know, when they're dealing to represent them, a card that represents them. But to keep it simple and just to cover the basics, we're just using the significant in the center of your reading. Now, the next card is what crosses you. Now, this card is really about not what's bad or what's good. It's simply what is the immediate influence. I like to think of this as if you are walking on the road in your journey, and this is something that's on the road, whether you like it or not. So it's there. So this is a constant and ever-present influence. Whether it's good or bad, this is what crosses you. This is what you find facing you on this journey, in the road, whether you like it or not, right? So for this, again, I'm using the Lenormand deck. I have my querent, which is the main female to represent me. I draw a card and that is the card that crosses me, okay? That is my current influence. That's what, that's what I see on the road that's right, directly right in front of me as I go along. Now, right underneath that, at the bottom of your spread is something called at the root, the root card. Now, the root card for some could represent their childhood, but for me to keep it simple, I say this is what is at the root of the reading. Okay, it could be something that has been with you since childhood. It could be um, from the far past. Maybe if it's a relationship reading, it could be how you dealt with love in the past. If it's about a career, how things have gone in the far past uh, related to your career. But this card, whatever it is, whether it be in the far past, this is at the root 
of the of the reading meaning if you dig deep down this is what you're going to find this is some information that you're going to find now to your left of the significator of the querent who's in the middle dire directly right next to them on the left is your recent past right simple enough what's going on recently okay now just above the querent's head just above their head now you're going to place a card and this is what they are reaching for right so while you have at the bottom underneath them what's at the root just above their head is something that they reach for something you're reaching for now many would say that this represents your goals or your desires um, or what you're learning or what you have obtained all of those things can represent that card but to keep it simple we're just going to say this is what you're reaching for, right? So it could be something that you're learning. You're reaching for things and you're learning in the process. It could be something that you obtained, that you reach for, that you obtained, however is comfortable for you. But to remember the process, this is what you're reaching for. And so now you know that that card goes just above the head of the significator. Now, directly right next to the significator, next to the querent, on their right, you are going to find the near future. The near future, simple enough. What's gonna be coming up next? What can you look forward to next in the very near future? And that will be the card next to them. Now, these are the things that I consider to be just right out in front of you right visibly in front of you and this is the first set of the Celtic cross this to me is the Celtic side right and so how you want to read the cards is how you laid them out you have the significator in the middle you have the card that lays directly on top of them right smack in the middle of their road and that is the card that's crossing them right underneath at the bottom is your at uh, what's at the root to your left is what's in the recent past just above your head is what you're reaching for and to your right is the near future what's coming up next now we move on to the bar that's on the side now you have four cards in this bar okay to the second set of this reading and so you have at the bottom what you are feeling inside what's going on internally now again you will find different opinions on what this card represents but we're just covering the basics and so this card represents what's going on internally what are you feeling inside what is it that you don't tell anyone about right now, if you're reading for someone else, this could also represent what they haven't even told you as the fortune teller. This is where you get a chance to reveal some things, okay? So, this is what's going on with the querent internally. Just above that, because you're going to place that card at the bottom, just above that is what is going on externally, meaning what's going on in their environment, 
Or how do other people see the querent? How do other people see their situation? What does it look like from the outside? What does it look like externally? So at the bottom you have internal, just above that you have external. Now you move to the card just above that. And this is where it gets a little bit tricky and it really causes you to kind of really lean heavily on your intuition and to start learning to trust yourself because this card means both your hopes and your fears or what the querent hopes and what the querent fears. Now why? Why have two things in one card? Because you will find that often what people hope for is also linked to what people fear most. So if it's something like romance or love, they hope for love, but there's something about that that they also fear. If they want success, they hope to have success, but there are also some fears that are tied to that, you know, that desire to have success. Okay, so what you hope for and what you fear will be just above the external card. So again, at the bottom is internal, just above that external, and just above that would be what you hope and fear. And then finally, finally, you have the outcome. Now the outcome card is after you've read all of these cards, after you talked about all of these cards, after you kind of taking the time out to look at how these cards are influencing each other, what is the outcome? What can they look forward to? What is it that they may need to kind of um, reach for? Or what is it that they can expect if the ball continues to roll in this direction, right? So this is not the near future, but it spans out even further than that. So if the near future is in the next three months, then within the next nine to 12 months would be your outcome card, something to that effect. Now, here's some little bonuses that I like to add with this. And that is when you look at the cards and you lay them all out, there's no need to keep your card turned over. I say it Flip them all over, all at once, while you're dealing. No need to keep them turned over and hidden. This way you can assess all of the cards. If you're using a Kipper deck or a Lenormand deck or a Gypsy deck, you can look at what the predominant suit is. If you're using Tarot, you can look at what the predominant suit is. If there's a number that seems to stand out, you can look at what the uh, overall numbers are, what numbers may stand out. Get a general feeling for the reading even before you begin to do the reading. Is there something, does it appear that this is mostly a reading about love? If they've said something about love, but you see more diamonds or something related to home life or something related to money, then while it may be a relationship reading that they're asking about, there could be a, an undercurrent related to money. So whatever you see, this is your opportunity to pick up on it and speak on it and not be afraid. Now, 
Celtic cross readings are kind of lengthy because there are many cards, but do not be afraid of that. Don't be intimidated by that. These are great fun. They, there's a wealth of information. And these are just the basics that we've gone over to get you started. And then in the future, we can definitely talk about how to elaborate more in depth in crossing these cards, especially for decks like Lenormand Kipper or Gypsy Witch. Now that's it for now. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to my website, brightblackwood.com, because there, there's more information, blogs, and videos just for you. So until next time, take care.